Hey, it's Amy with Intuitive Coaching with Amy.com. And I want to talk about action, uh, how to take action, ways to take action, how to execute, how to get things done, um, and give you just, you know, straight up suggestions. This is another one of those podcasts where <laughs> I get a brilliant idea as I'm supposed to be working on something else. And, you know, I think I'm not going to call it self-sabotage because uh, I am I am actively still going to go and do those things. And this is how I know that I'm going to do them is what I'm going to share with you here on this podcast. Um, and if you're looking for a coach, uh, I'm an intuitive. I have a highly, highly gifted intuitive. I read energy on all levels. I use that ability to help you clean up whatever's getting in the way of what you wish to manifest. So if you are ready to go to your next level, you're ready to step into your greatness, then I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. Okay, so I got a download of something I needed to do in my business. And it's a big project. You know, from this vantage point from where I was, it's totally doable. And I'm completely capable of it and the way I was able to receive the divine guidance to do it was because I've done something else recently in the frequency of that so I'm going to be talking to you about vibration indirectly through over this podcast uh, a little bit more to let you know how to get there so I was able to receive because I had done something in a similar energetic space and I was like oh when I got the message, like, do it this way, these big guys are saying be a little more specific. Um, so I got the message that I needed to, I, my, the social media channel that I most give attention to for both my businesses, for my author business, as well as intuitive coaching with Amy is Instagram. And I've been kind of using it as in between the other things I have scheduled to do for marketing throughout the month. I'll be like, oh, well, I don't have a plan for today. Let's put something on Instagram. And and I, you know, and then I play with ads. I was playing with ads and, and I was just like, hmm, I'm not super excited about the ROI. And uh, the ROI is fine. I'm not putting down that ad system at all. Not at all. Um, but it just wasn't like it it wasn't lighting me up. I was sensing like, hmm, there's something greater here. What do I really want? Well, what I really want is content consistently up on those platforms every single day. And it, But the problem is I don't want to have to think about that every single day. Okay. Yeah, I just don't. I don't want to be like, oh, I got to go put something up on Instagram. And so I was like, there has to be a way. There has to be a way. And so I I had heard a teacher some time ago say, oh, I use this platform to um, auto schedule my, my posts. And I was like, oh, there are companies that do that. So I researched it. And so I looked at all the different options and what, you know, what it would cost. And again, like I'm replacing my ad ROI. So I was like kind of using that as the return on investment. So what I'm spending and what I get, but I don't really think about the getting, I think about okay, do I feel comfortable with the number that I'm spending more than anything? And so I was like, hmm, not loving that number. Let's pick another, you know? So it's was like within that, that's how I chose this platform. So what I'm supposed to be doing instead of podcasting, but podcasting also works, um, is 
setting it all up, you know, put, you know, putting all, making all this content and getting it auto scheduled. And the message I got was for, you know, to bulk do it, not just try to incrementally do it over time, bulk do it in a period of time. So how do I take action on that? I do little teeny tiny increments. I'm looking at that. The reason why it's so easy for me to be like, oh, I'll just make a podcast instead because I can see it as, you know, a podcast is 20 minutes. So I've done work and I feel good about myself. Okay. I still have to go back and do that project. And so I break it up into tiny little slivers. I'm doing it right now with my taxes for 2021. I'm doing 15 minutes. I literally set the timer and I, but I am religious about it. I do it every single day, 15 minutes. This is what I do. And, and, and I, I get to have fun and freedom in that 15 minutes. Like, okay, what am I being called to do today to get this done? I know what the end date is like this, this, uh, social media project that I have to do. I know it needs to be done within a certain period of time. And so then I just set up doing it in little increments and I make it fun. That's the other thing I'll tell you about taking action is make it fun. You know, I, I, I create a vibe. I, my fragrant right now, I have a apple cinnamon candle. I, uh, I find, you know, I'll find a series where there's like lots of episodes. So, and it's usually not something I'm super enthralled in. It just kind of plays in the background. Um, or I listen to music. I still have a life, like, you know, all the things I still enjoy doing. I have this big project I have to do. It's not a substitute for life, right? I still do all the things uh, that I enjoy. And um, I still exercise. I still, you know, work in all the other aspects of my life. Nothing takes away from anything. So you might have a big project in front of you or something that you're doing that's going to require more energy now than it will maybe down the line and so you just have to devote the energy to it right build your life around it it's not an either or it's a I make this work seamlessly into my life and the easiest way I found to do it is doing those little increments but being consistent about it and what I've found about doing it in little slivers of time it becomes a no-brainer in our world we're like oh yeah I can get that done 15 minutes fine uh you know, if you don't really want what you want, it can be very easy to be like, oh, it's 15 minutes. I'll just roll it over. I'll just roll it over till tomorrow. Okay. You get that option too, but you have to be conscious about coming back to do it. And the reason why I say it probably needs to be rooted in a truest desire is because that will keep you coming back to it. If you're finding you're just always finding a way to not do it, there's something there. There's a reason why. And it's not just, oh, you're being lazy. Oh, you're procrastinating. There's some type of something attached to it energetically that is keeping you from showing up for yourself. It could be, and when I say shit, <laughs> it might be attached to it that you never think about. Like it, it could be a trauma that you saw your parents go through and that's keeping you from showing up for yourself in this way. Well, you just look at it, say, hey, there's a reason why I keep putting this off. There's a reason why I keep procrastinating. What is it? And it's not just making yourself wrong. I'm so bad. I'm not disciplined. That's all a bunch of bullshit. You have to look at, there is a reason, you know, um, the ego does like to, you know, 
ego gets a bad rap in a lot of regards, but the ego does want to keep you safe. And sometimes the ego makes the world you live in very, very, very small to keep you safe. And so you have to go and see, okay, what is, what is the threat that my ego is perceiving? So if it, let's, you know, let's be specific. So mine with taxes was, I saw my mom go through a trauma post her divorce with my dad around taxes and, and an audit and all of these things. Yes, I was a little kid, but I was very aware that it was going on and, and she talks about it and she still talks about it to some regard. Turns out I actually love doing my taxes and it's really fun to me, but I had that trauma there and so it made me afraid. So I put it off and put it off and put it off, even though you know, I'm actually rather organized about the whole thing to start, but then the actual sitting down of it was like this fear, like, oh my God, something bad's going to happen. My little kid mind made that up. My adult mind, like actually really enjoys it. My intellectual, logical mind, but the little girl is still valid and she's hanging out in my subconscious. I have to go and figure out what she's afraid of. So once I got clear about that, it was like, oh, that's my parents stuff. I give that back to them. I journal it out and say, hey, that was really shitty and struggles for them. And I'm, I feel really bad about that, but it has nothing to do with me. And I have to live my life as an adult. And I appreciate that I actually do enjoy this thing. And here are all the reasons why I love doing taxes. And here are all the benefits of taxes. And I appreciate them as, a, as an entity in our world. And I want to do them. I want to show up in this way. So I journal all that out. You might have to journal that out two, three, four days cleaning that up. But you do it. And then it, for the most part, it's gone. And so then when I do start to feel some resistance now, I'm like, oh, that's probably an old trauma. But if I'm finding I'm not showing up, I'm like, there's probably something else there. Okay, let's look at that. What's going on there? Um, yeah, it, it, I know I'm explaining it really quickly. And this all happens for most of us over a period of time of figuring it out. But the faster you feel it, figure it out, the faster you get what you want. So break it up in little increments of time. If you're finding that you're not sticking with the plan that you've set for yourself, either the plan isn't the right plan for you um, or, and you just pick a different plan, period, or you find a new way to do it. Um, you know, the plan might be right, but maybe you're trying to force yourself to do it at night when you're wicked tired. Don't do it then, right? Or maybe you need to let go of a commitment so you can show up for that thing that you want to do. Um, because the commitment you let go of, it's probably not really that important, you know? Uh, and I, I've coached a lot of people in, who needed to create space in their life. And um, a lot of their commitments were based in what they thought that commitment meant something about them. I had a client who was on a lot of boards. And she, like, at one time, her self, her inner self needed the esteem of being on all these boards and it felt really good. But when she started to transition into wanting to do different types of work, she was really struggling to let go of these boards because she had built this world where they were a reflection of her. And so she had to acknowledge the, the old self that really felt proud and wonderful about being on these boards and she had to acknowledge her present self that was really over being on all these boards and wanted to use that space to do other things professionally. That's it. And is that sometimes, you know, will you cry a little bit? 
maybe I don't, I'm not a huge crier, um, but sometimes you might need to cry about it. Um, sometimes you might need to forgive, but in the process, you're not making any part of you wrong. She's not making the old self that loved being on boards wrong or that 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 self needed that that was a part of her self-esteem and building of her self-esteem i do think we can do things that will build our self-esteem to some degree like 10 percent but the other 90 percent has to come from within you and and that that was what was getting in the way right and so you just clean that up you 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 might have to see yourself differently you might have to see yourself as a confident rating radiant talented strong, amazing being. And it's not about the things you do or the titles attached to your name. It's about who you are on the inside and how you show up for yourself. Now, I know that there are people who like to tell themselves stories. So you could take what I just said and turn it into, well, Amy said that as long as I feel good on the inside, that's all that matters. And you can convince yourself you feel good on the inside and use it for it as an, when you really don't, as an excuse to not show up for yourself. So I, I throw that out there too. And just be aware of it. Like, oh, I'm using this as an excuse. Okay. You can use sp spiritual principles as excuses for not being who you want to be. Stop doing it. That's it. Like, it doesn't need to be this emotional. <sighs> Oh my God, it doesn't need to be a freaking drama. It does, will feelings come up? Like I said, like if you need to cry about it, cry about it. If you need to feel angry about it and punch the pillow, punch the pillow. If you need to curl up in a ball for an afternoon and watch TV and, you know, eat French fries and feel your feelings. But at the end of the day, feel your feelings. Okay, I'm feeling sad that I have to let go of this thing. I'm feeling sad that there was a part of me that was really wrapped up in how this made me appear. Okay. But it's not that thing that, that gave me value. I give myself value and I'm willing to give myself value. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt. I'm willing to believe that I am wonderful and great just as I am. And I'm, I'm feeling called to do this other thing. So I'm going to go and do this other thing and I'm going to do it full out. And it doesn't need to be a reflection of me. It doesn't need to be a mark of honor, but if you're going full out, it does become a mark of honor without you having to make it that. Does that make sense? It, 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 it naturally if you're going full out and you're devoting yourself to something and you're doing it well and you're doing it to the best of your ability from anything that you want to do, just by the vibrational frequency that it takes to do that, you will be honorable. It's not necessarily that thing that will make you honorable. I'm speaking, I feel like I'm speaking so vaguely, so um, I, I'd like people to get it. I, I, you know, I'm one of those spiritual teachers that I'm just like... Let's get it. Um, okay. Uh, what was it? <laughs> I wanted something in my own life, but I feel that I could explain it. Uh, uh, I don't know. 
I, 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 there's so many ways I can go. It's just, I, I think that's, I think I'm being very clear about it. Stop making everything a reflection of you. Like, oh, I'm up, I'm down, I'm up, I'm down. If people over here say I'm great, then I'm great. Ah, oh. like that. My spirit guides are like, that's the Michael Jackson syndrome, right? In the sense that, like, here it is, this beautifully talented human being had this very dark life, right? Like we know I'm not judging him in any way and no, I don't know him personally and I didn't know him personally, but we've heard enough just culturally that we can see that storyline. Here it was, this person that was gifted with this brilliant, amazing talent had all this darkness inside of him. So when people praised him, he loved himself to some degree, but that's shallow, right? And so uh, we're sometimes clinging to commitments because we think it, it makes people see us in a certain way. Who fucking cares the way people see you? Those people rotate constantly, energetically. I'm speaking to you a lot, like energetically, like it, psychically, if you were to tune into it, you'll see that people are constantly shuffling around you, just like money, circling, 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 because it's energy, right? It's just energy. Humans are energy and they're circling and doing what they're going to do and you can't control them. So you can't base your sense of self on what other people think about you. Now, yeah, <laughs> sometimes it matters, like, but not really. It really, really doesn't matter. Um, as long as you are being in your truth and you have to keep yourself safe, right? You don't keep those, if you feel that there's somebody in your space that's looking down on you or thinking ill of you, get them the fuck out of your space. They don't need to be around you, period. Right? You do, that's, that's just good, good boundaries. Yeah. I don't know if I'll put this up. This is a ramble, but there's a lot here. There are a lot of layers here. Back to action. So increment, incremental Look, if you're not showing up for yourself and sticking with a commitment, you have to look at what's underneath. Uh, make it a vibe if it's like a big project. You know, I make it really fun. Or like I've already planned out, you know, I know I'm going to spend most of the weekend working on this project. I've already planned out what my food's going to be. I've already planned out what my breaks are going to be for fun. Um, I've, you know, I already have a system of things, you know, all my other things I do throughout the day. So I'm going to do those. Um, and then I, I set myself up. So I know I have to make a lot of content to set it up for the auto scheduler. I don't have to, I want to be clear, like nobody's telling me, but that's the download I got. And I feel excited about it. I'm like, Ooh, that's so good. Spirit, praise God, glory, glory, hallelujah. I want to totally do it. So I know it's going to require a lot of energy. So I gave prior to having to sit down and, and bulk create, which I, I enjoy. I, I think it's the right thing for me. Not everybody will. You might do the incremental approach on, on that as well. But incrementally, I did all the stuff to set me up so I could just sit down and create these contents, which are posts to put up on Instagrams. But I've already done all the work. Like I know... I've already pulled some things. I already know how it's, I've already set up on the, the, my auto scheduling that I had to set, you know, I set up two accounts, two different, you know, um, Instagram pages for that. You know, I'm already ready. Right. I put things in place. I have my, my tracker 
have I made the tracker? No, I've been envisioning the tracker, but I will make the tracker. Like I like to make check like boxes. So I'll put, um, you know, what, so intuitive coaching with Amy or the other Amy business, <laughs> my romance business, I, I, um, I'll put check boxes and say, okay, I'm starting on this day. And I have two check boxes for that day and the next day. And the, so I'll make it a chart that I can go and check things off. It, it's a game I play with myself and it feels really good. I like it. I do it. Typically I do it by hand. Um, and it, even that's fun, right? Like I'll make a really pretty little <laughs> tracker of my progress. And so it keeps me accountable. Yeah. Taking action doesn't need to be hard. I think that's the point I'm, I'm attempting to make. And making space for things and saying no to other commitments that no longer serve you well does not need to be hard. And oftentimes when it is hard, it's because we're considering what other people think of us, which is just, you know, a demon unto itself. Like, who fucking cares? People come and go all the time. But we still do need to keep ourselves safe. So keep ourselves surrounded by the most highest vibrational energy possible. Be mindful of who you're allowing in. Uh, be mindful of how um, that, you know, somebody's off-the-cuff comment. You know there's somebody in your life that says a bunch of crazy bunchy, bunch of bullshit and you're doing something really cool. They don't get to be in your space. We think we have to be just like, no, you take care of yourself right? So you don't give too much weight to it and you take care of yourself in the process. I find that like for people who listen to this program, creating space in their life usually has more to do with what will other people think and just decide they will think nothing. <laughs> they will think nothing because it's none of my damn business anyway. But if I know for sure that there's a human being that gets out of line, it's my job to keep myself safe. It's not, um, fear-based thing it's not an aggressive thing it's not a fighting thing it just means like hey i'm aware of that that is a vibe and i don't need to be available for it so i'm working on this big thing and that person does not get access to me in that time frame i know somebody's like but amy what if what if they're calling me or what if they need something my dear little bird that is called codependency because honestly their life won't fall apart they'll find somebody else to call. Now, like if you if you have a responsibility like a spouse or a child, that's a different conversation. You signed up to be responsible, right? That was the commitment you made in that. And yes, you need to show up for your responsibility. But even in showing up for your responsibility, you can still do something extraordinary. You just do it in a different way. I think um, I, I, I don't have children, but I loved how Daniel LaPorte during her fire starter days, you know, and her son at the time was younger, talked about how she was able to write those books, build that brand while raising a kid and um, and the different ways in which she navigated. She's like, sometimes there were dishes in the sink. And I told myself I couldn't be, I don't get to be perfect around that. Or sometimes we're having pizza. We might have pizza two days in a row, kid, because mom's got to write something. She explains it so beautifully. And that's what it becomes. And maybe, yeah, it's, it's, 
it's not perfectionism isn't required, particularly when you are transcending into a new way of being, when you are transcending into a greater, bigger, more magical life. You just do it. Yes, you want to be healthy and wise and and care for yourself, but that's just feeling into it. If you're tired, go to sleep. If you do recognize like, oh, I got to tend to my life, go tend to your life. If you recognize, hey, I'm still struggling with this time commitment thing and I don't know how I'm going to get all this done, start with just little slivers of time and stop making a big drama of it. Stop making it a big production, you know. Right. I was talking to a client recently and she was like, well, Amy, how do I make time? I'm like, babe, you just do. And I hate saying things like that um, because there's an energetic component that nobody talks about from I don't feel like I have enough time to you just do. There is stuff in between. And what's in between is all the garbage, all the limiting beliefs, what you what caring about what people think, telling yourself you can't have it. Um telling yourself it's going to be hard, not validating yourself, all of that's in between, right? And so in the just doing of it, you're going to have to look at those things. There might be like, oh, my mom tried to do something like this when I was a kid and it didn't work out for her. Well, you need to clear up that belief. That doesn't need to be true for you. Um, And then you just do it. Um, And I, I'll say this before I close. I have sat with coaches and come to them with similar concerns as I hear clients say to me now. And, um, you know, where they're like, Amy, I just, you know, I don't know how I'm going to make time. And I've said to coaches, I'm like, I I don't know how I'm going to get it done. I don't understand. Like, like there's so much. And they would say something to me like, just do it. And I'd be fucking pissed. Uh, they're right, <laughs> but I'd be fucking pissed because um, sometimes they would explain the in-between, but not a lot of people talk about what the in-between really looks like. And so uh, my goal as a coach is to help you with that in-between. And um, it starts with the commitment and the decision to do it. And then you rearrange your life to do it. That's it. And you do that very consciously. And when life has been happening to you instead of through you for a long time, you've been thinking life is just happening to you. It's the codependent anthem. Like life is just happening to me. People do all these crazy things. Why, why, why? Well, you have to start to say like, I don't have to be receptive to that energy anymore. I don't have to look at life from the the outside constantly. I can trust how I feel. And we, you know, one thing I think Carrie Cole does a really good job of explaining codependency is that usually we're, we're in that because we can feel pain and struggle of other people. And so we want to jump in and help them. So then we think that, oh, well, if I heal this person right now, um, or help them out right now, then I won't feel their pain. And that'll give me some energetic space to go and do what I really want to do. But do you see all the energy and the layers that you have to go through just to get to doing what you really want to do? So I say focus on what you really want to do. And then all the the blasts of energy that you're feeling, you can put up a shield of protection energetically, visualize a shield of protection around you. You can go and say to that person, 
I'm not the person anymore. I love you. I got to do some other things. You can just check out of that reality. You can, uh, you know, somebody's like, but Annie, isn't that so hard? No, because I promise you, if that person is really in need, they'll go find somebody else. And in truth, you're probably not helping them all that much because we have to help from our overflow. And if you, if it's depleting you and it's keeping you from living the life that you want and you can't take the actions you want to take in your life because you're caught up in somebody else's energy and drama, you're not really helping them all that much. Um, see, and what I've just done for you in this, this explanation is giving you a lot of ways to look at it differently, less charge ways, less, I, I have to save them, Amy. And no, I know no one walks around saying that their subconscious is though. <laughs> and if you take a step back, you'd be like, oh yeah, my subconscious is playing that storyline of I've got to save people. No, let people save themselves. But who, but more so, if you're saving everybody else, who's fucking saving you? And when you see that you want to be more powerful than you've ever been in your life, you start to realize like, oh, my point of power is me. Turns out I have this glorious desire I want to pursue. So let's put my energy there. Right. And, and so you, you it, it, then life gets simpler. So the, so going back to me saying with coaches saying, and them saying to me, Amy, will you just do it? Now I see it, right? Like, oh yeah, you just do it. You just be like, but you have to clean up some stories maybe and, and do that. Do that. Why not? I don't want to get to the end of my day and be like, okay, God, however way, however way you envision you know crossing over to the other side let's just say there is like you know a little meeting with god where he's like how is your life on earth and i'm like okay god i had all these desires and i get, didn't get to live them out i wanted to be in lasting loving amazing relationship i didn't get to have that i wanted uh, a beautiful gorgeous comfortable home uh, lots of them um I wanted to have a multi-million dollar business. I wanted to touch the world with the work that I do. And I didn't get to do it because I was all caught up in other people's bullshit. God would be like, hmm, did you have to be caught up in other people's bullshit? And I'd be like, no, God. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I would be like, I did everything I said I was going to do, right? I showed up the way I want to show up. And we think that we'll be lonely, but we won't. <laughs> you will have so much love and support and that love will start within you and become a vibrational frequency that radiates out and radiates out and radiates out and all that you need will show up as a result of that frequency you won't be alone so just start cleaning up your schedule so you can take action start cleaning up your life so you can do the things that really matter to you just start clearing out energy that doesn't serve you well just stop clearing out stories that just don't resonate stop telling yourself i don't have time i don't have time i don't have time stop saying that shit say i am willing to believe that if this desires on my heart there is more than enough time like i think about last little story here this is a perfect example i did um I did Weight Watchers when I was in, in college from this very, like, has nothing to do with Weight Watchers. It's a beautiful program. But I did it from this place of, um, you know, now I can say this. I didn't think that at, at the time. I did it from this place of deep, deep, deep body hate. And I didn't, you know, 
turns out that's not even my stuff either. That was a childhood programming too. <laughs> and so now as I'm approaching, you know, letting go of my COVID uh, weight, I, I see very clearly that this is all a choice. Like I just have to make a different choice and it gets easier and easier and easier if I'm not approaching it from the place of deep body hate and holding on to that deep body hate because I grew up watching other women around me have deep body hate. So I just assumed that must be true for me. Well, once I started to clear that out and realize I didn't need to think that way, it be- it became much easier to stick with the program. Like really like, oh, okay. Hmm, I get it. It works. I get to do it my own way. Oh, these are the ways I'm going to do it. When I stopped comparing myself to other people, when I start realizing like, oh, the way I feel in my body has nothing to do with whether a man's going to find me attractive. He's going to love me. My right man will love me no matter what. Uh, And if he doesn't, then he's not my right man. As I started to clear away those beliefs, all of this got really easy. And so I tell you, my friends, most of the, the struggle you're having with keeping with your commitments and taking action and doing the things you say you're going to do have more to do with what's going on inside of you. So be willing to sit down and look at that. And it might not be a, um, a snap overnight thing. You might have to work through a program. You might have to sit with a coach and figure out what those things are. And then it all gets easier. (laughs) It really does. It all gets easier. It all gets easier. It gets a lot more fun and a lot more light-based. All right. You get a rambly podcast. (laughs) It's quite amazing, like, uh, the inspirations that come up when I make other commitments, right? But I'm going with them, and I know that there's more than enough time because I've set myself up to have more than enough time. I believe there is more than enough time. I act on what I'm inspired to do. And so when you shift your life upside down, you'll really feel see that you're right side up. So just uh, be willing to transform. It's all within your power. Life gets to be amazing. You are worthy and deserving of all that you desire. You get to have what you want, what you truly, truly want. You get to have it. The only thing person stopping you from having it is you. Not Nobody outside of you, not God. God wants you to have it so badly, but God's not going to give it to you till you align with it, <laughs> which means believing that you can have it, feeling that you can have it, knowing that it's meant for you, knowing that it's done, having faith in it, taking the appropriate action, trusting yourself. Yeah, God's not going to give you anything you can't handle. And you can't handle it if you're not a match to it. Yeah. All right. I could go on this forever. Like there's so, like you can see it. Like you see it. It gets exciting when you, you lean into how powerful you are and how, oh, that story I've been telling myself is just a story. And maybe it is rooted in some psychology. You'll look at that. Maybe it rooted it in a trauma. Maybe it is rooted into a limiting belief that has been passed down from generation to generation. Maybe it is rooted into um, uh, negative perspectives and experience you had that that um, um, made you feel bad about yourself. Maybe it's rooted in that. But you can clean all that up, and then you get all that energy to just do it. 
So yes, it is a just do it. <laughs> but very few coaches in the world will say, okay, this is how you just, how do you, this is how you go from not doing it to just doing it is cleaning up all the things in between. And it gets really fun. You can do this for some of you, you can do that in a freaking weekend. Just sit down with your journal and start looking at what do I need to forgive? What do I need to forgive? What stories am I telling? Why am I not doing it? Um, and um, and then ev even that, my spirit guides are saying, well, why then? So maybe you're like, I'm not doing it because I don't have enough time. Okay, well, why don't I have enough time? Well, I had to go over and do this with this person and do this. I took this phone call and then I had to do this because it's usually not the the important things in your life. Like, like. It's not, oh, I had to go to work. Let's say you're transitioning into a business. I had to go to work. That's why I didn't do it. No, like there's more in a, if you, the desires in your heart, you have enough energy to work your job and do what you're planning to do. It's usually all the side fringe stuff or um, you can still take care of yourself. Like you being a healthy, stable human being is will always support your desires. It's all the unhealthiness. So look at that. Like, okay, that might be a list. Where am I really, really unhealthy in my life? Maybe you don't know it's unhealthy. What doesn't feel good in my life? Where do I feel pressure? Where do I feel stress? Where do I feel strained? Why? Why? And just sit down and journal on it and then be willing to say, huh, isn't that interesting? I feel obligated to do this thing and I don't want to do it. And so hmm, I feel bad about myself. That's interesting. That's why I'm not showing up for myself. Okay. What would I like to do instead? Well, I would really not want to do that, but I'm concerned that people won't like me if I do, don't do it. Okay. Is it true that people won't like me if I don't stick with something? No, I have fucking free will. Everybody can quit and move on and move and shift as they desire. Okay. I don't have to believe that. I can believe that I will still be likable, if nothing else, by myself, right? Like I will like myself for doing the things that I say I want to do and I can let this thing go and I'm going to stop doing this thing because I like myself more when I'm doing this thing and from me liking me, more people will be drawn to me that actually like me. And probably if I'm doing something I don't want to do, I'm in the vibration of I don't want to do it and I don't like doing this thing and I don't like myself doing this thing. So the people around me probably don't really like me all that much. I'm not saying that that's true, but could be a possibility. So why do I even need to be in it? And I'm willing to take myself out of it. Right. You can do this all in a weekend. Just look at all the beliefs. What fucking stories are you telling yourself? And if you're coming up short because you're conscious, you don't have a consciousness in place to support the thing you want to do. Wow, this is a long show, but I, there's a lot here. So it goes back to the example I've given you many times about when I, I did friends with benefits with dudes through my 20s. And I thought I would turn that into this lasting, amazing, wonderful relationship. Um, it was like, I felt like, like, oh, that was my way in. <laughs> My way in is through friendship. Turns out that doesn't work for men. And so I had to hear a teacher break down how men think about romantic relationships and how they think about women that they're friends with. And I was like, oh, I'm not in the right pool. I have to be in a pool with men looking to be in a romantic relationship. I can't turn this dude into what I want him to be, no matter how amazing I am as a friend to him. 
he will probably adore me, think I'm fantastic, totally want to have sex with me, spend time with me, doesn't want to be in a romantic relationship. And I'm not going to settle for less than that. I just didn't have the consciousness to know that that wasn't romantic partnership. So once I got clued into that, I made the change, right? So I had to hear a teacher tell me <laughs> about romantic relationships and how men think. So once I learned how men thought, I was like, oh, I get it now. I've been playing in the wrong pool. Peace to friends with benefits relationship. Here's to dating. And now I have never gone back to friends with benefits. No way, shape, form. Doesn't even show up in my world anymore. I'm a very, very likable lady. Does not show up. Does not show up anymore. So you shift your consciousness to support the life that you want. And maybe you don't have that intellectual understanding. You go out and you get it. As I've said to you many times, we live in a beautiful time-space reality where we have access to so much information. So much information. Go out and find what you need. And if you're not sure what you need, pray about it and you will be led. Because I did pray about every, you know, deep heartbreak. Like every time I would do a friends with benefit thing and I realized very clearly like, oh, he's just my friend and I'm catching feelings, that hurt. It was painful. I was sad. I was, I, I felt I felt I got was angry at him and I, I was angry at myself and I did and then it just kept happening. I kept doing it, right? And I, and and so finally I did get aware enough to say like this is continuing to happen and I'm the only one that that is in the you know the consistent thread of the guys keep changing, right? And so I'm like, oh that's cool. That's probably me. But why is it me? And I, and I did, I prayed. I'm like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. Show me how to not be in this pain. And then the teacher started showing up or really it was, I had been studying Alison Armstrong for years, but I wasn't hearing her. I wasn't hearing what she was saying. I was listening, but I wasn't hearing. And then once I prayed that prayer, then I heard differently. And so you know, that's why I, I said in the previous podcast, you probably already have a resource in your life right now that's trying to teach you the lesson that you need to learn, but you can't see it clearly because you're not acknowledging where you're in fucking pain. So when you start to acknowledge your pain and stop telling yourself like, oh, it get better tomorrow, it get better tomorrow. No, you're still in pain. As you start to address that pain, then you will be open to the answer that you need, but stop sweeping shit under the rug. Stop saying, oh, I'll just do more. I'll just, I'll, no, why, why is it not working? Let's look at it. What, what is causing me stress and anxiety and worry and fear? Let's look at it. What's underneath. And that again, you can sit in your journal and start just writing it out. Just start. And if you're not even sure where to start, just saying like, this hurts. This aspect of my life hurts. It hurts I'm not in a great relationship. It hurts that I'm not earning what I want to earn. It hurts that I feel I have to do all, everything for everybody. <laughs> Codependency. <laughs> right? And so just start journaling on why it hurts and really, really lean into that and get clear about what's going on. And stop not taking responsibility for that this is your life. And you want to sit across from God and say, God, I did everything that I wanted to do. 
It was a great fucking life. It was a great life. And you're not going to be sitting there thinking about the lessons and the days when you were on your knees crying and praying for an answer that you felt like didn't come. You're not going to be thinking about those things because you're going to see that it's all a part of the journey. All right, I'm going to say goodbye. I'm Amy. I've been through this coaching with Amy. I have to go and do this really big project. So it's very easy for me to have these brilliant insights. Uh, if you're looking for a coach, I would love to support you. Information on my services can be found at intuitivecoachingwithamy.com. My love, you can do this. You can do this. You can do this. Just be all into your experience and it will shift for you in the most beautiful and miraculous way. Thank you for listening to this program. Take care of yourself. Goodbye.